Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey guys, I'm Whitney Port and this is With Wit. A lot of you may know me from reality TV, and the reality is a lot's happened since the hills. With Wit is dedicated to having real, raw, and occasionally ridiculous conversations with the people who have had a profound impact on me. Life-changing moments, life-changing people. Because on With Wit, very little is off limits. Hi, everyone. Welcome to With Wit. I hope everyone had a wonderful Thanksgiving. If not, it's okay. It's over. Deep breaths. I am actually recording this the night before Thanksgiving, but having a wonderful time right now in Palm Springs with my family. It has been so long since we've all been under one roof. And If you want to check out a little bit more of what I'm up to, head to my Instagram at Whitney Eve Port. I usually don't plug that kind of stuff here, but just feels like the time. Anyways, weird world of podcast time change that I'm recording so early, but this week I'm actually going to throw it back to a previously aired episode that is a really amazing and funny and heartwarming episode featuring my husband, love of my life, Timmy. And we're giving all sorts of what I think to be amazing, I hope, uh, relationship advice. We recorded this about a year ago now. Oh my gosh. But we still firmly believe in the advice we give. I feel like this kind of advice is evergreen. So apologize for the lack of newness, but also feel like everyone understands that sometimes we need to just nurture ourselves and our families and not put work first. I hope you enjoyed this episode and yeah, talk to you later. Welcome to Relationship Advice with Wit and Tim. We're going to play voicemails that you guys have called in. We are so grateful that you guys call in and are so vulnerable and share your personal stories with us. And we are happy to be doing this for you guys. Yes. Thank you guys for for sharing your personal stories. Really appreciate you guys trusting us. I'm always just like reluctant to give advice. And this is a straight up advice one. So I think it's nice that you guys know that we're not perfect by any means. And last night we got into a thing that was really just 100% my fault. We were... 
we were doing a reaction video and Whitney was doing some things that like were bothering me. And we have a deal in our relationship that like if something is bothering the other one, that they have to say something. And the other one has to be like appropriately receptive to what it is the first one is saying. And like, like we kind of have to deal with it unless whatever is bothering that first person is, is, is minor and they're able to get over it. And I thought it was minor. Like when he was really doing some like minor things and uh, we stopped filming, like I'll tell you what she was doing. She was like, she, she just didn't, she didn't really seem like she was being herself to me. And like, that's just a judgment call on my part. It's not like black or white. I was right or wrong. And I was not going to say anything. Just let it go. I came into the room and she was meditating and I went into the bathroom, brushed my teeth. And she asked me to close the door, but I couldn't hear her because the water was playing. So she kind of yelled it to me, which jarred me. But obviously she was just using extra volume to like get the message across and I closed the door and muttered like, oh my God, like fucking crap or something. And she heard me and was like, did you just say something? And I was like, no, which was a lie. And it was completely the wrong thing to do. But I just like, I couldn't believe I, I said it. Like it was one of those thoughts that just like came out of my mouth somehow. And I knew I didn't even deserve to, to feel that way because she had done nothing wrong. She was just raising her voice so I could hear. Her. And I knew that. And I just couldn't stop the words from coming out of my mouth. And she heard me and I lied about it. And like, I felt so terrible. I mean, I quickly, she was, she heard it. So she was like giving me so many chances to come clean. She was like, are you sure? Like you didn't say fucking anything. And I was like, oh my God, oh my God. Like I, I, I did. And I kept asking because I could tell you were lying. And I, I wasn't a hundred percent positive that you said something. I wasn't a hundred percent positive, but I, I thought I heard it. I had my earbuds in. And then when I asked him and he answered me, he had a little pause before he answered me. And he had this look on his face. I, I didn't know if like you 100% heard it. All I knew <laughs> was that I was 100% lying. Like, like, no gray area. You were like, did you just say this? And I was like, no, I didn't. And it was just such a lie. And it felt terrible. Like, because it's such a slippery slope with your partner. Like if you're going to be a hundred percent honest or not. And like, that's really important to me. And, you know, I had to then explain to wit, like why I muttered something under my breath. That was like just a function of my own impatience and shortcomings and really didn't have to do with her. But, you know, that's what we did. And wit like heard what I was saying and didn't blow it out of proportion and accepted my apology. And like, wasn't ready to like immediately forgive me and needed like more talking. And so that's what we did. And then like, she really accepted my apology. And that night, even I felt okay. And like, not that I needed to be the one to be made feel, to feel okay, but that it was just over because you had to do the forgiving. And like today I do feel like you did forgive me. I think that like you, if someone fesses up and apologize and I can really believe that they feel bad that I will forgive them. And I could tell last night that you felt really, really bad. Like part of me was like, is he going to think I'm crazy? Is this going to be like another one of those things where he's like, Whitney, you're crazy. And I'm allowed to get frustrated and I'm allowed to swear, swear and whatever. And so I was nervous it was going to turn into one of those things. Well, sometimes like 
people are allowed to get angry and mm-hmm. swear if like, you know, whatever. If, if, if you're something in, that I did was really wrong yeah, exactly. and upsetting, right. then uh, that right. would. But if I'm meditating and asking you to close the door it was just so, and I just had to say your name louder because you weren't hearing me because you used an electric toothbrush. There was no like, there was no leg for me to stand on. Like those feelings that I had were were not fair. Mm-hmm. And like it was embarrassing that I fucked up so bad. Sometimes when we get into fights, not sometimes, like a lot of the times it, it is like a little bit of my fault because I'm projecting my own insecurities onto you. And so I end up always being the one that has to apologize. And this was not the case last night. It just yeah. wasn't the case. And that's not the way it is always. And you're not crazy. Like sometimes I'm just in the wrong. And this was the case last night, which is actually a bit easier for me to get over, like for the fight to get over, if, if you forgive me, which you, you forgive me. I've completely forgiven you. <sighs> I woke up feeling totally okay. I went to sleep. I was so, I was so exhausted already. And I think that's why it upset me even more just because he knew how long of a day I had had. And, and it was an emotional day. I had therapy. The, the, it, you needed like, to have been cut so much more slack than yeah. I cut you. And yeah. you were 100% right. The moral of the story is that if you feel like you did something wrong and are genuinely sorry about it, that you should speak up, say, say sorry, give your partner the space and time to like be angry and upset and go through the emotions. But, you know, expect forgiveness, I think. I mean, that's very nice. Uh, yeah, I, I really appreciate it being forgiven. forgiven. Yes. And now a word from one of our brand partners. I had the pleasure of interviewing the founder of House of Wise, an unbelievable women-founded CBD brand that provides products for all different aspects of our life. I had such an amazing conversation with her on With Wit a couple weeks ago and actually legitimately use their products right now, especially the sleep CBD gummies have been helping insanely. CBD is something that I have talked about on my Instagram that I really want to work on destigmatizing. And House of Wise is a company that was actually launched last year in the pandemic by a single mom, Amanda, who I interviewed, looking to help her friends drink less, sleep better, have better sex, obviously, and just make the most out of their workouts and out of all their strength training while juggling everything that has to be done each day. And House of Wise is the first line of CBD products that actually works for me, like actually lets me fall asleep easily and calmly. The products are all made from sustainably sourced hemp from Colorado, and the products are 100% organic, vegan, vegan and gluten-free. As our partner, House of Wise wants to give all of you 20% off your first purchase. Simply go to houseofwise.co.com and use the promo code WITHWIT to redeem your discount. That's 20% off your first sleep, sex, stress, or strength product when you go to houseofwise.co and use the promo code WITHWIT. Hi, I'm Haley Hubbard. Hi, I'm Jessica Diamond. This is our show, Meaningful Living, where we break down the overwhelming amount of parenting, lifestyle, and relationship information into credible and digestible knowledge and tools. Parenting is hard, and the thousands of decisions we're forced to make every day can feel daunting. 
While we've never had access to so much information, it's never been harder to find the knowledge we need to feel confident in the choices we make. We're sharing completely uncensored information here. It can be messy, but it's always fun and always real. Check out Meaningful Living anywhere you listen to your podcast. It takes a village and we can't wait for you to join ours. And now back to our chat. All right. So now we're going to tell you about your relationship. Yes. Now that you know ours is completely fucked. (laughs) Just kidding. It's it's not. not. So let's play the first voicemail. Are you ready? I'm ready. Hi, this is Lorraine from uh, Pennsylvania. I first want to say that I absolutely adore you guys. I think you are the cutest family and you've really helped us get through quarantine. So thank you for that. I'm also curious on your thought process about having a second baby. We're going through some decision-making steps on if we're going to do that or not. And I just kind of wanted to hear again about, you know, how you're processing through all of that and, and what has helped you make a decision. Thanks again. Love and light. Here's how I feel. And this is sort of a new feeling that I have. And, and I know deep down, I would like to have another baby. I want Sunny to have a sibling. I want, I feel like it will complete our family. Like our family feels complete, but it doesn't feel like fully to the extent complete, like the ultimate level of greatness that I think that our family can be. However, I am realizing I have some work that I need to do on myself before I feel ready to take on this next layer of responsibility. And I thought that I was ready to do that. And we were just leaving it all up to fate. And I was going off my birth control and I am off my birth control. But as of a couple of days ago, I started to think maybe I need to get some situations like some things, emotions straight before I decide to do this because I don't really feel like in a mentally stable place to get pregnant right now. So I'm doing a little bit of work on myself, like therapy, meditation, various self-help things in order to feel a little bit more at ease because the experts are telling me that if I do this work on myself, that the thought of having a baby won't be as anxiety ridden, that it can be more exciting and more happy and more of what it's supposed to be if I actually am not such an anxious person. And I feel right now like I'm be- I'm a really anxious person. So that's where I'm at in terms of the second baby conversation. And in terms of advice for you, I think that that's something that you should think about. Like if you feel unsure about having a second baby, like try to think about what is making you feel unsure about it. Are you just not ready because it's one of those things like you'll never know if you're going to be ready or are you not ready because you don't necessarily feel like you're in a place to give up that much or give that kind of love. And I think that it's okay to be selfish in this moment and take care of yourself first and make sure that you feel emotionally stable and ready to do it. So that's my take. I also want a second kid. Like, I just know that I want a second kid and I want Sonny to have a sibling. But more than wanting a second kid, like, I only want to do it when you want to do it. I think a lot of people would tell you, well, like, there's no right time. Like, it's it's always going to be, like, a major life change. So, like, you might as well just do it. And 
I think that was true like pre-COVID. I think like during COVID, it's just like because we're stretched so thin, like I don't really want it right now. But I do think that when this is over, hopefully, and when Sonny is back in school, we will be ready to take it on and and even more well-equipped than we were the first time. But the most important thing is just not wanting to do it until you're ready to do it. Sometimes I think that like the more I overthink something and the more time I give it, the more anxious I get about it. So part of me feels like I wish I had just done it earlier. And then I'm like, oh, wait, we did. And I miscarried. Right. You know, like maybe that wasn't the right time for us. And like, maybe it's not the right time now. And so my advice to anyone out there who's like struggling with the second kid question would be to like limit the amount of things you're trying to figure out and really focus on just if you are ready and if your partner is ready and if like you guys are ready together because it really it just takes two people to have a baby and like you just make sure that those two are ready to do it mm-hmm. i think your relationship has to be in a good place too for sure i mean like you are like you just said you are the foundation of everything of everything right. of the family and if your roots aren't like deeply rooted into the ground like intertwined together your trunk is your gonna trunk's break gonna break in when any storm any wind blows yes and you could be on a sailing trip and need the roots so just every metaphor ties in together <laughs> and you just take it easy on your trip around the world in your sailing boat with your partner. You know what I mean? And like, if your partner has diarrhea in the boat, like you're going to get diarrhea. So you need to give her or him the, the KO pectate. Is that diarrhea medicine? No, but I, I think that if the, the core of what you, the two of you want is that you want another baby, then you should do it. It's just all about the timing. And like Timmy said, the timing doesn't matter. I mean, except you, it, it like this COVID shit is nuts. You no, know what this I mean? COVID shit is nuts. The thought of having a baby right now terrifies me. Like the thought of having to go to the hospital and be on my own, even though I know that's not really happening right now. But the thought of being more trapped than I already feel is very, very scary. But at the same time, then I talk myself off that. And I confuse myself and I'm like, but if I'm just home anyways. But don't talk yourself out of that because talking yourself out of something that's really rational because Whitney is so like so even keeled and so thoughtful that she'll play out both sides. Like she'll be devil's advocate to herself and like not really even know which side to take because both sides seem so rational. Mm -hmm. But like not wanting to have a baby while you're trapped inside of a house. The opposite of that isn't like, oh, well, we're in the house. The, The part that matters is that we have all this anxiety and we have all this like unnatural shit because we're not supposed to be in our house like this, that it really isn't a good time for you to have a baby right now because you have to deal with the stress of that. Yeah. Like I can't imagine with the stress that I feel right now, add on pregnancy and possibly feeling like physically ill all day long. Like I feel so grateful right now that I at least have my physical being to myself. I have strength. I can work out. Like that I have. The thought of then not having that too is like kind of terrifying. Right. You you need to, I mean, you, I, I think you should embrace the fact that, that this is a stressful situation. It's not, that doesn't make having a kid more ideal. It makes it less ideal. 
that's really specific to us. I don't know anyone else's situation out there, but I think what Whitney was saying was 100% right. Like if, if you and your partner want to have a, a kid, that's what's most important. And like the timing isn't as important. Yeah. And just be continually checking in about it. You know, like if it's, it doesn't feel right night right now, like in a month, talk about it. And then if it doesn't feel right, then like in a month, talk about it, like just continually have those conversations. And then there will be a time when both of you guys feel ready to move forward. And now a word from one of our sponsors currently on a Thanksgiving getaway with my family. It feels like forever since we've all been under the same roof. And we have three little kids running around the house right now. Sunny, who's four, Wolfie, who's almost two, and then Tate, who's only five months. So they all require different kinds of games and toys and a different sets of attention. But one thing that I brought along with me that they've all loved is KiwiCo products. KiwiCo is a one-stop gift shop for kids of every interest and age. So this trip, I brought the snowman wobbler, which is part of the koala crate, which is actually specifically for ages two to four. So it works for Sunny, but works obviously really well for Wolfie too. And it makes the cutest wintry wobbly snowman. And it's just a wonderful way to explore the science of weight and balance and just see like the wonders on their faces as they grow the confidence to actually build and do these things. Like I said, on this trip, it can always be hard to find creative ways to keep all of our kids busy and challenged, but KiwiCo does the legwork for you so you can actually spend quality time tackling projects together. There's something for kids of all ages, like I said, and there's no commitment so you can pause or cancel anytime. I feel like anyone searching for fun, hands-on projects to do with their kids is holidays, KiwiCo is for you. Don't just teach kids how to buy, teach them how to build. Give them the gift of a hands-on holiday with a KiwiCo subscription and celebrate love for hands-on learning all year long. Get 50% off your first month plus free shipping on any crate line with code WITHWIT at KiwiCo.com. That's 50% off your first month at KiwiCo.com, promo code WITHWIT. Drinking enough water is obviously super important. It helps our body function properly. It keeps our mind sharp. Not drinking enough can lead to a number of annoying symptoms. For me, I get really bad headaches, but people can suffer from loss of concentration, dizziness, etc. Water Drop has created the perfect solution that helps you drink more water and even get your caffeine fix with their new flavor, Nero without sacrificing hydration. With a focus on sustainability, their small and convenient little cubes add taste and vitamins to your water. Have you ever heard of something like this? They have a huge array of flavors from berry and fruity to citrusy and herbal and drinking more water, which is something I majorly struggle with, has become super easy and actually fun and flavorful. By using 98% less plastic packaging than pre-filled drinks, you can actually feel good about staying hydrated with water drop. Obviously, water is so important for everything about us, the way our mind works, how our body physically feels. And this has zero sugar, super low calories, some flavors that have caffeine that help you, but obviously such a great hydration product. Use 
with wit at checkout for 15% off your first purchase. Visit waterdrop.com for information. Waterdrop's mission is really to encourage you to drink more water so you can live a longer, healthier, and more sustainable life. Head over to www.waterdrop.com and begin your hydration journey. That's www.water drop.com and use code with wit for 15% off your first purchase. And now back to our conversation. Okay. Next one. Hi, I am looking for some advice on a recent breakup that I went through. I am really doing well. I think all things considered, this was my first relationship. And so it's my first heartbreak. But I I know it's for the best. I think that we both sort of grew apart in what we were looking for and what we were ready for. And while I'm really sad to not have him in my life, I think the scariest thing for me right now is being single and being alone in this quarantine coronavirus time. Obviously, just with being safe and socially distant, but also just putting myself out there in this uncertain time, I am super nervous to do so. It just doesn't seem fun in the way it once did. So any tips that you or Tim you might have on moving forward and really opening myself up to dating again and being single in this era? My advice for first breakup. I mean, that's really hard. It's really sad. Like it sucks. And uh, there's only really two truths. Like it wasn't meant to be because it didn't happen. And like time will heal your wounds. And like everything else is sort of won't make you feel any better. Mm -hmm. Those two things won't even make you feel better. Because time is the only thing that makes you feel better. I've dealt with so many breakups, both my own and my girlfriend's breakups. And we always come back to it being time. Like the only thing that helps is time. Like you're going to cry incessantly. You're going to like want to reach out to them. You're going to think you should be with them. You're going to only remember the good stuff. But like like anything, like any kind of grief, like even with losing my dad, which is a heartbreak, like everything gets better in time. So as generic or cliche as that is, it's, it's just easy to keep that in your mind. Yeah. Uh, it's like, it doesn't help things right away. I mean, what might help in a little bit more of the short term is like, you don't want to end up with your first love anyway. Like it, it doesn't, help you in your relationships. It doesn't help you mature. Like going through this adversity will make you a better person and better partner for who you do end up with. And like, you also don't want to end up with someone and be like, I only like dated one person. Like you want to have all those questions out of your head and be like, yeah, like I met a lot of different people and had a lot of different relationships. And I know that Whitney is the one for me because she is all of this and not all of that or whatever, like something to compare it to. So don't worry. Don't want to be with him. Like, mm-hmm. what if I told you he had a toe ring? Like, you would definitely not be in love with him anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but what about COVID dating? Like, this one I feel like we got last time as well, this question. And 
I feel for all the single people out there, but I seriously don't know what I would do. I think that I would just go, I would just work on myself, focus on myself. And I Push-ups, sit-ups. Like, I, I maybe I get would do some virtual dating. Maybe if I was single, I would do the first thing dating. I would do would get, was get a six-pack. Like, make sure that you're the best version <laughs> of yourself once this corona is over so you can hit the town and be the most eligible bachelor or bachelorette out there. Can I? This is what I would do if I were single right now. I mean what would I do? Like, yeah. I feel like you can, you can find guys you're interested in through social media or dating apps. I've never been on a dating app, so I don't know. But like, you have Instagram, like there's got to be other single members of the op- opposite sex that you're into. And so like, why not start flirting with them over Instagram, like liking their shit, commenting and like seeing if they engage back. Like and then, virtual, yeah, virtual they, flirting. So what happens when you start like really talking to someone and maybe you guys are starting to like each other? Would you go see them? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like in terms of my like COVID, like like me being worried about getting COVID, like I think I think you can go meet someone and not let them like spit into your mouth and you can get to know them better. Yeah. And then like if it got to the point where like I thought I could kiss that person, I would be like, you know, like maybe we, maybe like I really know what they've done for the last 14 days or I or don't you know. you just get tested and you, cor- if, like, you really like, like the person. Like, right. You, you, either you just go for it and you're like, what are the odds? You know, because I really want to kiss this person or whatever. Or if you guys really like each other and you're nervous, like you could quarantine and then get tested and then hang out with each other. Right. I mean, I feel like kind of <laughs> my, I know, my answer wasn't what people wanted to hear. Like, no, I think it's totally logical. That's exactly what like, I would do. Use social media. Right now, no one's like going out to bars and hanging out. So I personally wouldn't be like going out and trying to meet new people. I would be using the apps meeting people through that. And then same as Timmy going out and going on like first socially distanced dates and then going from there. I feel like I would actually be like great at it, not to pat myself on the back, but like it's so much easier for me to type to someone or, or talk to someone that isn't right in front of me. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, I don't see that about you because I think that you're so great in person and so personable. And I think that that's kind of a story that you tell yourself about yourself. That's not true. But you get what I'm saying. I get what what you're saying. Yes. Like, I think that if dating is awkward for you, like, dating usually is for most people that virtual dating seems like a really good, easy option to kind of get your feet wet. Yeah. And like talk to a whole bunch of different people at the same time and get to know them on like a deep level before you see each other. Yeah. Do that with like 10 different people. This is a great opportunity. Yes. And I would have my friends set me up that I trusted. Yes, for sure. Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you loved this episode. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. I'd love to hear what you think and anything more or even less you'd want to hear about. Tune in every Tuesday for a new episode. If you want to know more about what I'm up to, you can find me on Instagram at Whitney E. Port, my website, WhitneyPort.com, and my YouTube channel, Whitney Port. Peace in the streets.